Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, BQ? Um, not much. Not much. <laughs> a, lot, a lot going on at my alma mater. Oh, yeah. like, well, as, as Brian Kelly probably arrives in uh, Baton Rouge later on today, yeah. wearing that purple and yellow or whatever the hell they call it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, could you imagine... Not too long ago, we're sitting here and y'all are making fun of me, stressing me out about James, and you lose Brian. Yeah, that's you know what the difference is. Crazy is he's sixty. Like this day was gonna come sooner or later anyway. And and I'll be honest with you, with the candidates that are out there, I'm not that worried. Hmm. I'm really not. Like I, I think it's tough. Like your concern was with James. You had said, well, if he leaves, like they're all coming with him. They, were, they would have. Yeah. They Here's have. the difference. Notre Dame, kids go to Notre Dame for Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Dame. yeah. I, I, you know, I love Ty Willingham. Do not get me wrong when I say this. It plays a factor who the head coach is there when you go to play for him. But that wasn't why I went to Notre Dame. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't transfer after he was fired and left. I didn't even think about it. Mm. I, I went there for the combination of what that university offers. It's a different place. It's not for everyone. True. And that's why, like, it, it's to me, I think you look at what's in that locker room, what's there. You know, th- no one's looking at, to me, transferring. It's not like an Oklahoma situation and Lincoln Riley goes to USC and there's this mass exodus. Mm. It's not that kind of student athlete. Mm. So that's one of the differences. But I think the other thing that kind of stands out is the timing of all of it. Mm. I, got, I mean, got done pretty got, quick. There's so much well, good no, no, going no, no. on. No, not the deal. Not how the deal so, got done. It's good going on. Like you're, you're the, almost about to make the playoffs once Michigan loses to Iowa. Like that's what I'm crazy. saying. If if Michigan is to lose to Iowa, Notre Dame could find themselves playing for a national championship without their head and, coach. Well, but but let's not make it without their head coach. It's that Brian Kelly decided to leave. 
knowing that that was a possibility. Yeah. Why do you think that is? um, I think that is because this was about something other than just money. Hmm. Look, $100 million is $100 million. And and from what I've you know talked to people last night, it's anywhere from seven years to ten years, whatever the length of the contract is. Again, he's sixty, so you got to keep that in mind. Like a ten-year contract to his seventy. I mean, Nick Saban's had you know his maybe his most success in his sixties while being at Alabama. So maybe you hear that pitch being given to LSU. Hey, Nick Saban did it. Brian Kelly can come there in his sixties and have a lot of success. I mean, the past three head coaches at LSU have won national championships. They're also not there anymore, but I, I digress. Um, I, I think why it happened is there's always egos involved. And I think in this case, maybe Brian Kelly didn't feel appreciated for what he's done at Notre Dame. He's the all-time winningest coach, right? Surpassed New Rockton this past year. Mm-hmm. He went to a national championship in the BCS era. He went to a couple of college football playoffs. I believe it's five years in a row now they've had 10 wins or more. So I think there is an element of stability, of success, consistency that he's provided that he feels like he wasn't appreciated enough with the way he was, he was treated. Now, again, that's just kind of an outsider's view of this because – $100 million is $100 million. And maybe Notre Dame wasn't willing to give him that, you know, given his age or given how they're viewing the situation. But, you know, you're going to hear reports of, well, that he wanted this new facility built. He had an indoor facility built. He had one built. And there were some other pieces they wanted to add on to a sports performance center. And that's all still in there and still going to happen. Maybe not as fast as he wanted. Notre Dame's different the way they go about fundraising and ensuring buildings are built. You, and another thing you're going to hear is, well, he wanted more you know, money for his coach's pool. Yeah, that sounds great. And I'm sure every head coach would say that every single time he redoes his contract. But it doesn't always happen. But you know what always happens when they redo their contract? They get more money. So you know, that's more of something that his agency will push out to the, to the media to all these reporters to make it look like him leaving. Well, yeah, but they didn't want to, you know, give him more money to pay his coaches. Okay, that sounds good. And he didn't want to take, you know, he didn't want to take more money. Well, if he didn't want to take more money, why is he going to LSU for $100 million? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, the reality is this. You're going to hear a lot of stuff when it, when it all comes down to it. This was about money. This was about ego. And this was about, I think, and when I say ego – him looking at LSU and saying, I've played against them. I know what they can recruit. I know the difference in restrictions that you kind of have or the hurdles you got to jump over at Notre Dame versus LSU to recruit. And, and I want to try to win, go win a national championship. And he might feel like he has a better chance there. But the irony, is it, the irony of it is his team could literally be playing for one this year. Which is just, and, and really the next two years, they have two top five recruiting classes right now. And so he's leaving all of that. But, and so I, and I think the way he did it was more about his ego and what, how he feels like he was treated at times maybe at Notre Dame. Or in this instance, you know, how he was treated. Not, you know, getting just immediately someone turning and saying, hey, let's write the check so you could stay here in South Bend. But I, I think it had more to do with that. Because I had heard about this probably 24 hours ago, not quite, probably after our show yesterday. 
I heard some inklings about him being frustrated, LSU missing out on Lincoln Riley, and now coming after Brian Kelly. Because they had heard that Brian Kelly, you know, there was some interest from USC and Brian Kelly. And so if he was interested in USC, it's like, well, why not? You know, let's let LSU open up the checkbook, see if they can give him a bigger contract and see if he'll come down. And so that all started to evolve yesterday. And as that evolved, you started, I started to hear this like, oh, the facility, all oh, about coaches pool for money and all this stuff. Uh, but at the, at, at the end of the day, you don't leave the way he did. I mean, literally out on the road recruiting, leaving a recruit's house after this news breaks and having other coaches out there who are on the road recruiting. You don't leave in a classless way like that after becoming the all-time winningest coach it, unless there's more to it and you want to you try to spurn or you want to try to um, – you know, do this in kind of a conniving way. You know, I know he's having a meeting in about an hour with the team, you know, to kind of explain everything. I don't know, really know what there is to explain. Yeah, what do you need to say to me? <laughs> I mean, I'll, 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 I've been a yeah, part I mean, of coaches. What, what do you need to say to me? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're leading these players. Bye. Yeah. Bye, you and, left and, us. And, and, and again, I'll remind people, with a chance to at least play in a New Year's Six game, like, they're going to play in a New Year's Six game, they may have a chance of playing for a national championship. If, and, and I know we talk about players opting out of bowl games or, you know, and all that stuff, right, because they have a, a chance of an injury risk and to go to the NFL. This is entirely different. This is, this is just a, a guy walking out, and, and it's a classless, classless move. And, and I'll, be, I'll be curious to see how it works out at LSU because their cupboard's a little bit bare. I know they can recruit. they got a lot of talent down there in the south. But if he doesn't win quick – like in three, four years, like oh, we could be looking back and laughing at this. I mean, Ed Orgeron hit on some woman at a gas station. They fired him, you know, less than two years after he won a national title. Well, you're not so. going to have to worry about that with with Brian. Well, but he, he is he is like a Boston elitist who's now down in Baton Rouge. I don't know how that works. I mean, you guys <laughs> tell me like Ed Orgeron was like the perfect, perfect. sounding coach. Perfect. And they kicked him to the curb after winning a national championship. Yeah, I think that's the point you just made, huh, Jonas? So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter if you win It's uh, at schools like that. Uh, but, but you got to keep winning. I remember he kind of did the same thing to Cincinnati, uh, to where you had a lot of Cincinnati players back at the time that were pissed off and spoke up about it and were bothered by the way that he left because Brian Kelly just sort of bailed. And I, I want to say it was either right before their bowl game. Yeah, it was. It was before. Uh, and, and so we've seen this from him before. And then all of a sudden for it to just pop up and, and for him to bail like that. You mentioned something, and, and you guys would know a lot more about this than I would, but and probably a lot of people listening. How much more difficult is it to recruit at Notre Dame than it is at LSU? Because there's some people that are pointing to that as maybe being the reason why he doesn't want to, and you alluded to it, doesn't want to have to go through all that he has to go through to get that top five recruiting class at Notre Dame if it's less difficult at LSU. Well, the academics are one thing. I mean, just to qualify to get in, it's, it's going to be more difficult. I, I would say to keep a kid there, too, is more difficult because of how hard the academics are. And so, yeah, you, you limit your talent pool in that regard. You know, guys aren't coming just to play football. And, and that's why, look, in an instance like this, you may have uh, some kids transfer. That's always going to be the case, by the way, um, especially if they're not playing. But – you know, at, at this point, like, I, I'm not overly concerned because um, I, I think a lot of those young men, when they go there, they go there for that degree. They go there for everything else there. The parents who are involved with a lot of these young men, 
they understand why they're going to Notre Dame. And it's always been bigger than the coach. So, uh, again, the academics are, are part of the conversation, but that's something that there's been kids who have made it through that, you know, you know, maybe people didn't think would get in. It's 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 a it's a reason. But again, you're looking at the next two classes are both top five. Yeah. Look at what they've done this past year. Like that's not overly difficult because you're not competing with other teams that are just saying to you, "Hey, it's only about football." Like they have a unique approach and a unique pitch that's national. LSU doesn't have that. Southern Cal doesn't have that. Southern Cal is just trying to hold on to their Southern California, and they feel like they can win if they do that. You know, Notre Dame's got a national recruit and pitch to everyone that's unique and different. And so you can look at it as a hurdle. You can look at it as an advantage. Uh, So, again, I I don't think it's about that because I think the issues you have with that once you get them into school is nothing. Like the issues you have with LSU players when they come into school is I I hope they can stay out of trouble. Like those those are different issues and those are issues that are real and you're going to have to deal with. You know, when you're dealing with, you know, a player who's not coming to your school for anything other than football, there's going to be some problems there. What a wild 24, 48 hours in college football, man. These <laughs> guys are just getting paid. And, and the crazy thing is it's not over. I know. <laughs> it's not over. Guys are just getting paid left and right. Well, oh, and, that's what, and that's what this is. This is a domino effect from Mel Tucker. Oh, Whatever as happened soon as, to loyalty, man. I mean, honestly. Well, that's. Well, yeah. whatever happens to like the young men you're there coaching? That, that's that's what, I mean. Imagine the met. I teach you loyalty. I teach you sacrifice. I teach you dealing with adverse situations, pushing through, and perseverance. The 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 intestinal fortitude that it takes to be winners in life. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And here's a uh, here's a message, and uh, I'll explain the rest uh, tomorrow at seven a.m. when you get up early to to come hang out. Uh, I I just. Why couldn't he? Uh, is this one of the? Why situ- couldn't he have waited? You know, here's here's the, why couldn't he have said to LSU, "Hey, before we make any sort of an announcement, can I at least talk to my guys first? Because I, I find it hard to believe LSU over a hundred million dollar contract would say, "No, no, 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 we got to leak this story now so we can get ahead. Worry about you having to talk to your players afterwards." That's why I just don't buy him leaving the message. Sorry, guys, I wanted you to find out differently. It just, you know, things happened. He could have had a, some conversation with LSU and said, "Can I at least talk to my guys first? I did it. I did it one time to Cincinnati. It didn't go over well. I don't want to make that mistake again." And it's like he didn't do that. He just, you know, basically. Well, it's- it's one of two things. He either didn't care or, I mean, from, from everything I was hearing last night, um, it was coming from one side, and that was LSU. And, and Notre Dame wasn't speaking because their athletic director, Jack Schwarbrook, operates different. He's not the easiest guy to get a hold of. And the narrative that was pushed out from BK's agency was, you know, hey, he doesn't want to leave. He really doesn't want to have to do this. But if Notre Dame's not going to come back and, and be able to match this offer, like, he's going to go. Now, the problem with that is is every single offseason, you know, Brian Kelly's always either potentially talking to an NFL team yeah. or he's talking to another, you know, college football team. Like, this isn't the first time, by the way, Southern Cal has kicked the rocks on Brian Kelly. They've actually, you know, tr- they, they've been interested in him a number of times. And he's turned it down and he said he wasn't interested. So... I think part of the problem is is you can't every single offseason be redoing his deal, renegotiating his deal just because he's a good coach and people are, are talking or asking about him. At some point, he has to be loyal to it too. 
And so I think there was a bit of frustration maybe with what hadn't been done in South Bend, but also a frustration with his agent knocking on the door every time, you know, of, of the athletic director's office and the president's office and saying, hey, we got another team interested. Give us more money. You know, give us a new contract. Like, it's a hard cycle to be in. The timing of all this is, I think, what rubs me the wrong way the most because, hey, you could have waited till after this weekend to see what would happen. But in, a, in, in reality, you can. and You can't, and that's because of the calendar for recruiting. You see, the NCAA now has made this, like, first week in December that early signing period, so then you get early enrollees in your program starting in January. And so, you know, we can complain about the optics and how this looks, but universities have to move quick, coaches have to move quick, agents have to move quick because they need to install whoever that next head coach is to then finish out this early signing period class. Otherwise, they have to wait all the way to February after the Super Bowl when you have that signing day. But that signing day is not usually when you get those studs, those five-star, four-star guys who want to enroll early, which is happening more and more. Whoa. I uh, had a little bit of a technical difficulty. That was there, a whole so lot we'll of energy and, uh, coming yeah, through that 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 line. Yeah, well, that's uh, Brian Kelly must have got a hold yeah. of uh, Brady's equipment that, there. Yeah, they. He, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. I should have said that better. Uh, Did you guys the, think I left you? Like you just yeah, all of a sudden out of nowhere say, in the middle like, of the night? What yeah. the hell's that about? Is that like yeah, a? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna text you. I was gonna text you at seven a.m. Say, hey guys, I gotta have a meeting during one of the breaks. Hey. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Can I ask you is this, though? Was last night the last Monday night football game for Russell Wilson as a member of the Seattle Seahawks? And Carroll as the coach? Is that it? We done there? All good? Can they mess this season up bad enough where they're both gone? It's over. They're they're done. They got no shot. uh, If my math serves me correct... Well, I'm, I'm saying if they lose one more game, they're guaranteed a losing season, right? They're three and eight. Um, you know, th- this is the worst start they've gotten off to in Seattle, I'm saying, even before Russell Wilson got there back in 2009. And I believe that was the year, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they win it one year with a losing record yeah. and then win their first playoff game? And I think they played – was that the – Well, it doesn't matter who they played. The point is this. That's not the same NFC West – as it was in 2009. Like, the Arizona Cardinals might be the best football team uh, there is in the NFC or maybe in the NFL. The 49ers are coming back on strong. And even though the Rams seem to be a, a bit of a, I don't want to say a dumpster fire, but they're things like are a going conundrum. well there. Yeah, they're, they're still, like, yeah, it's, competitive. It's like, what are they? Yeah, are they good? It, are they bad? Are they kind of in the middle? Yeah. What are they? Yeah. That's kind of what, what we feel well, looking at the Seattle's Rams Seattle's right a bad now. football team. 
Like let's just let's just call it what it is. They're a bad. This year they team. are bad. Uh, I will give credit to. Uh, to <laughs> listen, yeah, not not much longer, babe. Uh, I will give credit to. Oh, that uh, check's to, still coming now. To I'll give credit to Brady Quinn though because you told everybody after Russell Wilson went down with the finger injury, like look, this just isn't like this idea that he's just going to be back and we're going to be all good here. Like there's going to be a major adjustment. He doesn't look like the same guy. Like it doesn't look no. like the same guy. No. The offense is atrocious. Um, they went a significant amount of time uh, without getting, I think, a first down. Russ ran for yeah. a first down in the fourth quarter. That was their first one since like midway through the second quarter. Like they were yeah. bad last night on offense. Well, they've been bad <laughs> since he's been back. I mean, and look, I'll, I'll put it this way: I'm not saying this had anything to do with with the reason why things didn't work out for me. But in my second start on Monday Night Football, I had this injury to my index finger. And, you know, ended up having to opt to get surgery, try to come back, play the following week, had a hard time controlling the football. It never felt the same again. Like, it never felt the same again throwing a football, the ball coming off my finger and all that. And, and, and so he's got to adapt to a new normal. And, and you look at the stats again last night, you know, a lot of that was hidden. Like, his completion percentage in the last two games before last night was like a little above 50%. And if you look at like his first five games, he was like 72% or something like that, right? Just ridiculous. And one of the things you noticed last night was the completion percentage looked a little better, but did you notice where all those completions came from? He was about a 50% until the fourth quarter, that final drive, where they just kept dinking and dinking and dinking and dinking because the Washington football team was giving that to them. So that that's where you saw kind of you know, those, those stats come back because the downfield accuracy, not there. Zip on the football like it used to be, not there. Even that final throw for the two-point conversion, like that ball, it doesn't jump out the same way it used to. And, and it has a little something to do with this. So I know it's small. I know it's, it's a tiny thing, but I think it's going to hamper him the rest of the year. And I think the hard part now is moving forward is how this breakup ends up happening. It, it never ends well. It's usually pretty ugly. Well, once you put yourself out there the way he did coming into the season, <laughs> jacked up finger or not, you got to – like I said this about Aaron Rodgers. When you put yourself out there like that, you better come in and you better do everything it is that you think you were going to do. Not some of it, not a little bit of it, not almost all of it. You better do everything that it is that you felt you were going to do. Because once you open your mouth and put that that type of content out there for people to consume and talk about, then now the stage is set. Everybody was looking at this Seattle Seahawks team, and they're saying to themselves, are they going to be successful? And if they're going to be successful, why are they going to be successful? That's what you're looking for when you're looking at the Seahawks team, because this is what they've established over the years. The fact that you come into the season and you're not having a good year, now the narrative and the line of questioning has to change. They're not doing well. Why are they not doing well? Who does this fall on that they're not doing well? And now you got to go back to the beginning of what things were said. The best thing that Pete Carroll could ever did was not get caught up too far and too deep into what could have turned into an ugly back and forth between him and Russell uh, Russell Wilson in, in the media. Because now, right now, Russ doesn't look like that lovable figure that he has been made out to be. And it's all because of the things that he said and he did coming into the season. Yeah. And now you're not producing. Now this team isn't producing. And some would say, okay, well, Russ is right. 
you needed to do everything that Russ did. Like, this team wouldn't be, you know, struggling if you listened and gave Russ more of, of, of a, you know, more of a say. Russ is not playing well. So you cannot, you have to disqualify the fact that, let's start right here. You did not have enough offense in these losses that Russ has been playing in for them to win these games. Let me ask you guys this. Is it a lack of playmakers? Because I look at DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and say, that's not it. No, it's not. Um, Then then it's two things, or I said three things. Their offensive line has never been great. Never. That's fair. Never. They have a new system this year. Shane Waldron is now calling plays on his own. He was in L.A. with Sean McVay. Different deal there, right? McVay's calling the plays. And even if he gives you the opportunity to call them, he's still overseeing it, right? He's on the mic. He's hearing it all. So that's a work in progress. And then you've got Russ with the finger. Because, I mean, look, before the finger injury, like, I I hate to draw – I hate to keep going back to that, but statistically you could see it. Watching film you could see it. It, It's just he's not the same quarterback as far as accuracy and throwing the football. And so that's the hard part is – is the, like witnessing all three of those things and going, it's, it's not just one thing. It's a combination of those three in my mind, but everyone's going to end up putting it on Russ when it's all said. And well, here's, what, here's what I would say to that just super quickly. You got rid of Schottenheimer because your offense wasn't explosive enough. You got rid of him to revamp an offense that needed to utilize Russ in a much different manner. So that even adds to raising the stakes of how we're viewing this Seahawks team, this Seahawks offense, Russell Wilson. It adds to it. So I, I don't give them – I mean, it's just me. I don't give you the grace of saying it's a work in progress between the new OC and the quarterback because you guys got rid of – you guys had a pretty decent offense. It wasn't, it wasn't the greatest offense, but you guys were competitive. You get rid of Schottenheimer – to bring this guy to make way for somebody who you felt was going to bring more explosion, more more opportunities in terms of getting Russ involved in the offenses, and that's not happening. you got to scrutinize that. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
Uh, as it stands right now, um, I'm assuming uh, that they are currently meeting in South Bend, Brady Quinn, uh, Brian Kelly, and uh, your buddies, the 18-year-olds. Uh, they're at, uh, hanging out, uh, talking about why you decided to go ahead and leave them for LSU. So how long do you think this meeting is going to go? Over under 10 minutes. How long do you think um, it's going to go? I, I would say under. Under. And here's, here's the reality of the situation. Some of what's being said probably will find its way to – social media. I mean, he has to think that after the message he sent last night to the players, um, basically contacting them about the meeting and telling them about the situation that made its way. And that was obviously from a player who leaked that. So I would imagine that some portion of this will end up being public knowledge. But the other thing is, is I do wonder how he's going to handle, you know, what's left, what coaches he's going to try to bring with him what players he's going to try to recruit. I mean, if I'm Notre Dame, given that he's making this decision, get him the hell out of there. I'm getting him out as soon as humanly possible. Yeah. Do not even give him that contact. Yep. And and I I would monitor that last meeting too. Like, Hey, look here. I, I would have, I would have security escort him out. oh jesus yeah. oh no 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 <laughs> no, I mean, this is no seriously this is real You're laughing. Really? no seriously yeah i mean i would have you're, you're an enemy have, now yeah like i mean he chose to leave it wasn't like they were firing him like i've been a part of when ty willingham got fired in notre dame i mean you're talking about you know seeing not not grown men but i, I 18 to 22 year old if you can go serve and fight this for this country you're a man and I've seen some men cry over that. I was emotional over that. I love Ty, the type of man he was, everything. I went to, I went to, he was part of the reason why I went to Notre Dame. But at the end of the day, I also knew, like, I, I was upset because I felt like I didn't do enough as a player. This is entirely different. These players have done everything to build his legacy. And now he's walking out on them and choosing to go in a different direction. And the time, timing of all of it. Like, I keep going back to that because he's choosing to leave and we don't even know if they're going to be playing for a national championship. Think about that for a second. And, and, and here's the reality is it's kind of damning if people want to make it seem like he's all about winning a national championship in, at LSU. If you're that if close to winning one right now, you roll out. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, think think about the hypocrisy of that. Yeah. Like, you can't be all about winning a national championship if you might find yourself in a playoff and you're bouncing just to take a bunch of money somewhere else to supposedly go win one there. Like, okay, but you might have a chance to actually play for one this year, and you're leaving that opportunity out there. It, it's crazy to me. And and again, I, if I was any of those players, I wouldn't be surprised if there, if there wasn't a bunch of FUs. Like, get out. Yeah. I mean, I wow. How do you? Me. I mean, how do you? How do you take that type of news? And, and and then I'll say this from the coach's standpoint: How do you? How do you handle a situation where you feel like there's a better opportunity for you out there, and you could possibly lose that opportunity by waiting to do it? I, I mean, I think he found himself in a compromising position, but I, I mean. I guess the only thing he has to concern himself with is how he feels about himself, and I guess uh, uh, in the end, how does his how does his his loved ones feel about him? But I, I just, you know, as somebody who and listen, I don't I don't make money coaching. I, I've I've not done it to make money. 
Uh, I just coach because I love being able to mentor young men and be a part of their lives. And I just, again, I come back to the idea of what messages represent to young growing men. And and at this age, they're getting to the point, I always say, you're getting to the point of where your skull is hardening, meaning that it's going to be harder and harder for your brain to grow because you don't have any more storage space. And and once you're you're closed on on being able to expand that knowledge to that level, it's be, it's basically building off of what you know, and and college, especially freshman sophomore years, those are some of the most critical years of development in terms of how you view things. And some people may sit there and say, well, you can't overvalue what a coach's uh, impact or or you know what the development on somebody is based off of a coach. And I would say you couldn't be the furthest thing from realizing what the realities of what a coach represents to developing young people. And and so to me, when you when you do things like this, I, I would just say I hope some way, somehow, he was able to say something that made enough sense to from a man to young men, and some are men men. Um, I just hope he said something. He offered something that that created a lesson to be learned. Because there's going to be a lesson regardless of what he said. Yeah, how not to do things. <laughs> there's going to be lessons. But I hope that he leaves them with something positive enough where it makes some sort of sense out of everything that's taking place. Because they are the ones in the end that, that yeah. suffer the, the most. So, so obviously I got cut off at a technical issue earlier, but you know, one of the things that I think college football needs is some sort of governance in regards to all this and, and really to push back that early signing date, which becomes difficult because, you know, kids are turning around and they're enrolling in that spring semester in January a lot of times, but that's what spurred the, um, how quick and how fast everything moved because LSU needs to find that guy to then start recruiting on their behalf and try to flip some kids for this 2022 cycle that's coming up. And so that's why you see such a need for this. The reality is they really should do something where that signing can't happen until a week or two after the college football playoff is decided. Um, There's just too many moving parts. It's one of the reasons why there's been a push in NFL circles to try to slow down the hiring process until after the Super Bowl. So an assistant like Eric Bieniemy, for example, doesn't have to try to worry about game planning as well as interviewing and, and knowing he can't take the job until they're out of it, right? Well, unfortunately for him, as a Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, they've been in the at least the AFC Championship game without the Super Bowl the past three years. Yeah, And so it, it kind of holds him back from being able to devote all his time from going in there and crushing an interview and maybe getting a head coaching job. So college football needs to do the same. Because then you avoid this sort of awkwardness right now that we're getting to. Or, you know, maybe it just speaks to, again, Brian Kelly and the decision he made at the time he did. You know, and it speaks to kind of who he is, which isn't a good thing. But the truth of the matter is, I don't know how you get around it. Because you can't let him say, well, he's going to take the LSU job, but he's going to stay here and coach this team for the rest of the season. Then you're worried about him flipping guys. You're worrying about how all that's going to transpire. So, like, as we talked about, He's going to say whatever he's going to say right now. He might be done by now. It's about 7.09. And, then, and they're, they're going to escort him out, or they should escort him out and say, see ya. 
Hope, hope LSU's picking you up because we ain't paying for you to leave. Is, is there a justifiable reason Brian Kelly could give that would make you feel better about the way that he departed? Is $100 there... million. Dollars. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I, I think, <laughs> so that, I think okay. when you say, hey, guys, $100 million, uh, you kind of just go, hey, at least he's honest. At least he's honest. Because I, I, you know? I just, I, I wonder, and you mentioned there's got to be more to it than than just, you know, uh, than some of what is being reported as to, or, you know, being speculated as to why he took the LSU job, easier to recruit, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that's, I just, that's all the lazy, easy. It, I'm telling you, it's it's about ego. It's about relationships. So it always is. Are we ever going to find out what that is? Or is Notre Dame so tight lipped? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. It's, it's the relationship between him and the athletic director, Jack Swarbrick. Yeah. That there's been a falling out there. And oh, man. It, it is what it is. But look, if you were going to find a new head coach in this cycle, it's a, it's a good time to be looking for one, right? I mean, USC's first choice wasn't Lincoln Riley. And, and they fell into that. It were, it's gonna, it, well, at least short term, it looks like it might work out for them. I mean, Pete Carroll wasn't their first choice, by the way. And, it, and look how that turned out. So just because, you know, you don't necessarily get your first choice doesn't mean it's a, a bad thing. But there's plenty of coaches, plenty of angles this could go. I mean, obviously, Luke Fickle, Matt Campbell are two of the hot names. But Marcus Freeman is on that staff. People are trying to push him up because he does such a good job recruiting these young, um, very eloquent, you know, defensive mind in the game. Uh, and then you've got other guys who, like, I, I heard someone last night throw out Matt LaFleur. And it sounds crazy because you're like, why would you look at a college job if you're the head coach of the Green Bay Packers? Because the money is crazy. Because no. the money. The you're money. Getting paid, you're getting paid now more at college yes. than you are the NFL. Absolutely. That market in college is moving faster. And it sounds crazy, but let's just say Aaron Rodgers isn't there next 100%. year. 100%. Is that as attractive of a job? No. Not at all. Uh, like, and, and in fact, that would be to me. If you're going to leave, like, why not wait? You know, if Rogers leave bail, when he leaves, yeah, hundred percent. Because you don't want to take yourself down. Yeah, and, well, and, and go to Notre Dame. Why the not? hard thing is again the timing. Like, this is a dude who they might be playing for a Super Bowl, right? But he did coach at Notre Dame recently. He is a Midwest guy. So when someone said that to me, I was like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but it, the timing of it doesn't really work right now with college football and how this all operates. Hell, but, if they offer him $100 million, uh, yeah. y'all grown men. <laughs> Let me give no. you guys a little bit of perspective here. To the college young men, that's different. We need to talk about this. But y'all, you're a grown-ass man. I'm out. Good luck to y'all. I hope everything works out. You know, because if I was messing up, they would hot, they would fire me in a hot second and and put in an inner room, and, and, and y'all go from there. So I'm just letting y'all know they offered me seven figures. Uh, uh, wait, wait, excuse me. They offered me ten figures. I'm out. I'm out. Um, hey, LeVar, am I wrong? Like, if, if he walked in there and said $100 million, like, do you just go, all right, I kind of get it. I that. get it. I get it. But the only way I could be okay with you leaving us like this with a national championship ahead is you give me a personal NIL deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> give me a couple coins out of that $100 million, Coach, because yeah. you know what? We helped you get it. Yeah, that's uh, – we'll see. I mean, listen, now, let's, uh, let's hope, uh, you know, another player releases some sort of uh, footage or some sort of evidence like he did the message last night because that 100% came from a player. Uh, I'm just wondering uh, if we'll ever find out who that player was that uh, left the message Brian Kelly sent to everybody. I thought it was a joke at first, just the the way it was messaged. And I was like, okay, that's a real thing. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
Wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!